We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. minutes a day 365 days a year this is the pack a day podcast what is up green bay packers fans welcome back to another edition of the pack a day podcast the mini camp wrap-up edition of the pack a day podcast i am your host jacob morley you can find me on twitter at Jacob Morley, I am unfortunately not joined by the one and only Ross Uglum today. Um, but that's all right. We've got uh, some fun stuff to talk about. Um, I figured today, you know, just jumping right into this deal, minicamp is over. Uh, if you're paying attention today, I think they went paintballing or something yesterday, some type of team building activity. Were um, some fun pictures on Packers.com. You can go check those out. Uh, but minicamp is over, and you know we talked about last week on the show just you know, what can you glean from minicamp. And the thing is, not a lot. You know, it's really not a lot. But one one interesting thing that you can take from these practices is where are these guys lining up? Um, what potentially does the Packers coaching staff envision for these guys as far as roles? And so that's kind of what we're going to go through today uh, with the Packers 2022 draft class. Uh, just revisit it after a mini camp. Just what do we know about these guys? Where are they lining them up? What are they doing with them? Um, what type of thing? You know, what were we hearing about them? Good, bad, all in between. Um, so we'll start with Quay Walker, obviously the first pick of, for the Packers, 22nd overall pick in this year's draft class. Uh, one thing that you absolutely should have and, and could expect from Quay Walker is uh, you saw his athleticism on display pretty early. He is a guy uh, that can move. He is a big, athletic, physical specimen. And we knew that. We already knew that. But it's still nice to, to see him go out there and do it with the green and gold on with the G on his helmet. Uh, I guess like he had at Georgia, but now green and gold. Uh, and one thing that I did find interesting with Quay Walker is it seemed like they were repping him inside and outside, which is something that you look at this team and you look at how the league went last year. Obviously, you know, Micah Parsons out of Penn State last year is a very similar type of athlete to Quay Walker. And obviously Dallas 
kind of found something with him when they put him outside and just let him go get after the quarterback. My first thought when the Packers took Quay is, is that what they're going to do with him? Are they going to let him play inside, outside, kind of in that Micah Parsons type role in this defense? Well, if minicamp is any indication, they are at the very least kicking the tires on that. They are at the very least going to see if he can. They're going to look at him and say, hey, you are a 6'4", 245, 255 athlete. Can you get off to the quarterback as well? Can you add value to this team in a variety of ways, you know, other than just inside linebacker? Um, so that I, I found to be maybe one of the most interesting things um, about this entire mini camp with anyone. Um, so that that's good to see. It's good to see the Packers uh, defensive coaches getting creative with these guys too, and not just pigeonholing these dudes into certain spots, but also, you know, we saw with Rasul Douglas, they're trying him out at slot. Just, you know, minicamp is a time that you do that kind of stuff. You kind of just say, hey, we're going to ask you to go do this. Can you do it? And for some of these guys, the answer is yes. And then you get more reps as, you know, training camp comes along and then obviously the season. Some of these guys, the answer is just pretty quickly no, they can't. But at least, hey, now we know that. So maybe with Quay, they're like, ah, he can't he can't play outside. Let's just keep him inside. Maybe with Rasul, same thing. Ah, he can't play in the slot. Let's just keep him outside. You know, it's going to be one way or the other, but the more information that you have on these guys, the better off you're going to be. So it's nice to see the coaching staff at least doing that. Uh, second pick for second first-round pick is Devontae White, also out of Georgia. We all know that. You know, you really just can't tell much with these interior defensive linemen in these in these types of settings. Uh, Devontae White checked every box that you would expect him to. He's out there, you know, repping with the ones and twos, looks athletic, looks big and athletic, and we knew that. We already knew that about Devontae White, and he looks as advertised. We are just not going to know about him until the pads come on, and quite frankly, we're not going to know really about him till halfway through the season these guys can also take a while to develop you know Kenny Clark is a great example of that someone that really didn't turn it on to kind of the second half of his rookie year he's we started to see those glimpses and then you know he's gotten better every year seemingly since um, so Devontae White maybe he'll have a similar type of trajectory um, to that or maybe he can come in and uh, and contribute right away we just we just don't know yet with him and we won't um, so that's that kind of that's kind of stinks, but whatever. Uh, Christian Watson, the wide receiver out of North Dakota State. Uh, what we learned about Christian Watson in minicamp, kind of the same thing. He's big, he's fast, he's athletic. Uh, he showed us that he he's going to drop some balls. Uh, that's something that we saw on tape, and that's something the Packers are going to have to live with. And that's also something that you know, depending on who you talk to, how much does it really matter? You know, obviously you want your receiver to catch every single ball that comes his way. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, if you're getting 70, 80, 90 targets and you drop four of them, that's not, you know, that's pretty typical. So uh, I think Christian Watson is going to be fine. I think what we learned about him, though, is, you know, he's out there running with the ones. I think with this team and with this coaching staff that, you know, as they get into it a little bit more, you know, we we have seen them play younger players, but not as much on offense, and especially at the skill position. Even AJ Dillon, his rookie year, didn't play a ton, and he'll he's admitted to it himself. He, his head, he was swimming out there, as far as you know, with the intellectual side of the game. And AJ Dillon's a really smart football player, so if he struggled with it, 
you know, that's kind of why you see this coaching staff being a little bit more reluctant to play these younger guys, especially at the skill position. And so I think that's interesting that they had Christian Watson out there with the ones and the twos immediately. And I think to me, that just goes to show, Hey, they've got, they've got big expectations for this kid. Uh, they, they want him to be able to come in and play right away and to maybe find a niche in this offense. I don't know, but whatever it is, they want him to be on the field early and often. They want that speed, that ability on the field. So I think that's something we learned with Christian Watson. And I'm just going to lump the wide receivers together because obviously we've got Romeo Dubs as well was another guy. You know, he you know kind of showed us what we saw on tape in college, a big athletic guy. And, you know, I think with him, you know, he's coming more from an air raid type offense. And I think – you know, we're not going to really know until they really start doing installs. But, you know, he's not running with the ones and twos. He's with the twos and threes. But I think what was interesting with him is that they are trying him at as a punt returner. And that is something that he can provide to this team early, something he did a good job of at Nevada. For the most part, um, what I was able to gather, he did a really good job uh, fielding punts. I know he it sounded like he had a couple of muffed um, punts, but – that will happen, especially in training camp. And if they can get that squared away, I think he has the inside track to being the punt returner for this team this year. So that could be a lot of that could be a lot of fun because he is an electrifying uh, playmaker with the ball in his hands. So that could be a ton of fun. Uh, the other wide receiver, wide receiver in uh, Samare Torre, is you know he's a guy that I think the the biggest thing I saw with him is the fact that he was up there with the ones and twos as far as punt gunners. And I think when you look at him and you say, okay, a seventh round wide receiver that does, he's 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 talented. Don't get me wrong. He's a talented young, young wide receiver. But for him to make this team, for him to contribute, I think early on in his career, he's going to have to show those special teams chops. And the fact that they already were kind of rolling him out there with the, uh, with the starting gunners kind of saying, hey, show us what you got. You know, this is going to be yours. This is going to be yours for the taking if you want it. If you can show us you can handle it, it's going to be your job. And that could be a path for you to make this team. And I think that's what he's going to have to do. And then as the rest of his game develops, you know, like we've seen so many players in this league develop that way, uh, come in, play special teams, let your game develop. When you get your chance, be ready for it. And that's kind of what I think, you know, we will see with him as far as, you know, if he does develop. And if he does become a regular contributor on offense, it's going to all start with special teams. Uh, let's move on to the the offensive line. Uh, just because with them, Ross and I talked about it last week. With these guys, it's not as much. It's kind of like what we just talked about with Devontae Wyatt. You're not going to learn a ton about these guys' actual ability. But what we learned a lot about Zach Tom, Sean Ryan, and Rasheed Walker is – where do the Packers envision them playing in this offense? And with Zach Tom, what I found interesting with him is the Packers didn't really give him a chance at tackle. I thought they would, and they still might. That doesn't mean they won't. But uh, for Zach Tom, he basically was lining up at center, right guard, and left guard. So they have plans for him on the interior of this offensive line is what it would seem like right now. And honestly, the the – Story is kind of the same with Sean Ryan. I don't believe he got any run at tackle. I believe he mostly was at right guard um, and kicked around to left and right guard. But uh, that's kind of what we're seeing from these guys right now. And it might just be that 
they want they want these guys to have less on their plate before they're really going to cross train them at guard and tackle. Um, because when you break it down, guard and center, you know those three interior spots are going to be more similar than playing out on an island at tackle. The other thing that that might tell you is, you know, they're they're comfortable with with Yash and they're comfortable with Elton where he's at in his recovery. And God willing, they're comfortable with David Bakhtiari. Uh, Rogers talked about him again, you know, saying hopefully, hopefully that hopefully word uh, that's scaring all of us. Hopefully he'll be ready for training camp. Uh, it's not great. I said this, it's, you know, it's not, it's not time to hit the panic button. Not at all. But man, it's, my finger's getting itchy. You know, it, it is kind of getting close to that time. We're like, okay, it's been 16 months. What's going on here? And obviously, we don't know all the information. Uh, we're not doctors. We're not the doctors working with him. We're not David himself. So those are the guys that really only know. And it, and it very well could just be a let's not push it right now. You're you're on a, you're in a good place right now. Let's not push it too hard. Uh, as far as just having mini camps, let's keep you with the rehab group and let's just keep you. Uh, kind of in that bubble wrap because, you know, they may be kind of – they may be a little bit nervous to put him out there with everything he went through last last season. You know, so that that could be it as well. And I get it. You know, football players play. Football players play. Not in minicamp. <laughs> Not in minicamp. They don't. Uh, you know, Rodgers wasn't even there for the whole thing. And, you know, neither was Sammy Watkins. There was guys that just weren't there for some of this stuff. And that's fine. You know, that is fine. And that's – you would want all those guys to be there, obviously, but if they're not, the guys that weren't there are pros, pros, and uh, and they're, they'll be they'll be fine. Uh, speaking of guys that were there, Alan Lazard signed his uh, signed his tender today, which that's a, that's a big deal, I guess. Uh, not like we weren't expecting that. It was interesting that he waited as long as he did, but uh, here we are, and he's he is signed. He will be a Green Bay Packer this season. Uh, the other offensive line, Rasheed Walker, what, what I found. Interesting with him, and I have I have no idea if this is true or not true or or what, but there were a couple pictures of him with the defensive lineman. I mean, and you and it it was interesting because you look across it across the board, they're all defensive linemen, and then number sixty Rasheed Walker is in there, and it's like, did he get lost? Does he not know where he's at? Does this just he he's in the wrong picture? Or was he actually taking reps with some of the defensive linemen? I I don't know. Uh, he is you know a six foot six, three hundred fifteen pound kid that is extremely athletic. So maybe maybe not. I I just don't know. Uh, but that is at least super interesting to follow along and kind of look at that. Uh, and it would be kind of wild for you know the Packers to come in and say, hey, you were a you were a highly touted offensive tackle prospect, but we're going to kick you in inside and, and on defense and see what you got there. Uh, but, you know, maybe a two-way player. Who knows? Who knows what they're thinking? Maybe not. But that's why it's so intriguing is because it is kind of interesting and kind of unique. Maybe it's nothing. But we shall see. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. The other offensive line uh, nugget, I guess, that I I found that interesting was Rogers, Aaron Rodgers talking about Royce Newman and talking about how he has really filled out his frame coming in to compete for that job in his second year. And, you know, he's someone that won that job. He won that job out of camp last year. And his biggest issue was not always the technical stuff. It was, you know, kind of recognizing the speed of the game. I know it's been talked about, but man, you, you threw a, you throw a stunt at my man and he was sometimes slow to recognize it. But the other thing is he could get pushed around a little bit at offensive guard last year. And that's something that if he did add to his frame, if he added a little more girth to his body and strength to his lower half, he could be a guy that don't count him out. Do not rule him out as far as a starting guard in this offense, because you know, he is a fourth round pick. He is someone that they really liked last year. And he is someone that, you know, maybe – and he's also a kid. Man, maybe they give him some looks at right tackle. He was a left tackle at Old Miss, played really good football there for them before the Packers kicked him inside. So, you know, just don't count him out either. It looks like he is geared up to make a, a, a good second-year jump. Uh, other guys, you know, like uh, Kingsley and Igbare, you know, we're not going to find out much about him in this game, especially with the style uh, that he plays – he is a run-through-your-face type guy. There was no running through faces going on at minicamp, and rightfully so. This is a lot of walkthroughs, a lot of seven-on-seven type stuff. So we did not you know, find out a lot about Enik Barre, and uh, that's fine. Uh, Tariq Carpenter is another kid that was interesting. Um, I actually don't know where they lined him up. I didn't see where he was lining up, if it was safety or inside backer or special teams. I mean, obviously he's going to play a lot of special teams. That's why – I would assume they brought him in exclusively is to play special teams and maybe let him develop 
in other areas, but uh, he'll be one that's interesting to at least keep an eye on where the Packers are lining him up. I want to say he took reps at safety. Um, I could be wrong about that, though. Maybe I dreamt it. Uh, and then Jonathan Ford, big kid, big. That's You look at him, I think that was kind of the reaction. It's like, wow, he's a large human. And he is, very large human. Uh, that's about all we know about him so far. And, guys, other than that, I mean, we've got training camp coming up. We've got uh, other offseason-type you know, activities, but next month, you know, is July, end of July, early August. That's really when we start to find out what what kind of team the Packers have this year. And right now, it's still kind of on the fence. I mean, heck, they could still – at this point last year, they had not even added Devondre Campbell yet, who turned into one of their key contributors, or Russell Douglas. So a lot can happen even now, between now and the start of the season. Uh, so we'll keep our eyes peeled for that. Uh, but now, now that mini camp is over, it is kind of back to the dead zone period of the NFL, uh, which is always a bummer. But uh, you got to go through the you got to go through the valleys to get to the mountaintop. So uh, we'll we'll patiently be waiting for that to happen. Um, and speaking of being patient and waiting, guys, uh, I got nothing. I was going to make a transition there into something cool, but I I got nothing cool. Uh, basically, what I'm saying is thank you for listening. If you uh, enjoy listening to us, make sure you're giving us a five-star review over on iTunes. Uh, but other than that, that's all I got for you guys today. Thanks for joining. And until next time, Go Pack Go!